Howdy, friends. It's Greg Milby, and welcome again to the Lyrics and Laughs podcast, where we recite and somewhat discuss the lyrics of country music like poetry in a useless attempt in converting our non-country music-loving friend Kenny into a fan and whatever dumb thing Eric comes up with. This time around, we break down Taylor Swift's very first hit called Tim McGraw. It's episode number 42 of the Lyrics and Laughs podcast. Well, there he is, ladies and gentlemen, smiling, happy, ready to go. He is Dr. Chuckles, Joe Bennett. And Greg, when you said earlier that my blue eyes shine, put, never mind. I'm just bummed now. (laughs) (laughs) Kentucky just lost. Again. To Georgia. And I was going to make a reference to Georgia stars, but. uh. Right across from me, big eyes and all, he is. Captain Poetry, Eric Clements. You remember the big keyboard in Big the movie? Yeah. Boy, do I. I feel like we should invest in one of those for the office. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then we can play songs about how Greg's old. Yes. On the end, the guy that would do this podcast for, our poster child, he's not a fan, Kenny Rambo. Visit luke.homesearchlouisville.com. Okay. Greg's naked. <laughs> <laughs> One of these times, Kenny just you're gonna come down here. Kenny just went. I'm not even gonna reference anything. Straight, yep. just go to the sponsorship and listen. <laughs> if you want to be a sponsor, just know we will sell out so fast. <laughs> I mean, That's right, so fast. Yeah, I don't even get to say hello anymore. No, just straight to the sponsor URL. <laughs> Here's... that was Luke dot homesearchlouisville.com. <laughs> Here's uh, Captain Poetry Joe Bennett. Walmart is a great place to shop. <laughs> I mean, you're basically a NASCAR driver, Kenny. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. I mean, and with all the sponsorship money, we can get that large keyboard. And it's like, Greg is old. Greg is old. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He is old. So, 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 so old. Greg is old. Greg is old. Greg is old. You all get it. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds about half as dumb as it looks with you playing it. (laughs) Speaking of Greg being old Mm -hmm. and websites to visit, you should also be sure to check out Mm gregisold.com. Or Greg, I sold. Does that actually go anywhere? It does, actually. I'll check right now. Let's look. Have you not been, Greg? Oh, it already pops up in my... I don't even have to finish. I just type It's Greg. not your no. favorites, Greg? No, it's not. That's disappointing. Uh, hang on. It's still loading. Got a, the, the Wi-Fi down here in the oh, basement. Oh, wait. Greg like, doesn't know how to bookmark things. Oh. <laughs> the Wi-Fi is like the air conditioning. It doesn't exist. Oh, I guarantee the air conditioning doesn't work in this basement right now. It's so... Hard. I turned it off before you guys uh, got here. You jerk. Yeah. No, it's really not pulling it's up. It's 20 right degrees outside. And we all dress for summer. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so hot. I, I didn't wear my heavy coat on purpose. Because it would make me too warm in the car. You can't win with you guys. You, you can never win with you guys. It's true. Ever. <laughs> Joe's like, hey, can I send you a voiceover and you voice it? Yeah, Joe. Boom. I send it back in five minutes. Hey, here's another. Okay. Yeah. Hey, before we do our podcast, can I record a voiceover? Sure, Joe. Podcast starts. Boom. That reminds me, I'm going to need some more coffee. 
almost out. <laughs> Already? <laughs> well, I mean, I got like half a jar, but I know how if I tell you, but I should tell you when the jar is full because then when it's empty, I might have coffee. Okay. Considering the last time you were here, I didn't give you jars. I gave you bags. So how are we? 30 pounds. Still- 70 pounds. <laughs> how did you go from 30 many- pounds in that one bag? <laughs> how that- many pounds are in this bag? Is it 70 pounds? Is it 47 pounds? Um, You're measuring things in mason jars, and I gave you coffee bags. Sorry, I just had a Greg moment. I completely forgot that you gave me bags and remembered that I poured part of a bag in the jar. And so, no, I still have a full bag and at least a half a bag. (laughs) So cancel that request. (laughs) Actually, no, don't. I need more coffee because, like I said, I'll have it in a month. Let me bookmark the... Whoa. (laughs) Look, the other day... You sent me that nasty gram, the the message. Hey, we're out of coffee. You had coffee within fifteen minutes. You know the guy. <laughs> now, that, like, I snuck in and put it in there and sent you a picture and said, "No, you don't. You have two pounds here." Well, and and what you was ignored reply. because I I came in after the fact mm-hmm. and found out. Oh yeah, we we sent a nasty gram to Greg because because there wasn't coffee here on the counter and and he showed up but didn't let anybody know he was yeah, here. Yeah, I didn't even know you were here. In. Oh, I did. But meanwhile... I just sent the text to my wife instead of you and Heather. (laughs) Oh, got it. (laughs) That makes sense now. Why would you tell us that? Because I don't care anymore. (laughs) Jennifer was like, yeah, you live here, Greg. (laughs) No, she didn't say anything until like that night. And she goes, hey, you know you sent that text to me, right? And I go, no, if I did... I wouldn't have sent it to you. I would have sent it to them. I said, that makes all the sense in the world why Eric didn't say something stupid back. Well, well, Jennifer goes, oh, the, the coffee's here. She was gone and came back. And I was like, it is. I didn't see Greg. Jennifer's internet history, early signs of dementia. <laughs> <laughs> but now, hey, in fairness, there was a box in the office that still had several like Christmas coffees we, that we had bagged and given out for clients that could have easily been tapped into for coffee that morning. Uh, I was not aware of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so. and I didn't want to bring up the fact that behind the two jars that you were complaining that were empty yes, those was were a half empty. a bag of coffee. Uh, no, there was a half a bag of coffee. There's probably there. some listeners right now being like, uh, that, that haven't listened before and they're like, so I mean, is Greg just responsible for bringing like Folgers to the to the office? What is going Here, on? I'll, I'll break it down. We're way past that. Um, HCC Kenny uh, buys coffee for the office. Beans, um, they green, have to, coffee. Yeah, green coffee, green beans. They yeah. have to be roasted. Uh, Greg roasts them at his house. He's, he's our not, master roaster. He's a master roaster, mm-hmm. and then he brings those into the office. I've got a side hustle with Greg, where he take some of the company beans and roast them and then gives them to me for my house. (laughs) Which I think is funny that, you know, you said you would never accept anything as a gift ever from me again after the watermelon trick, which, and and you took coffee for me openly, but I have a, a side hustle because Greg provides those beans in one pound bags and then tells you that was 30 pounds. <laughs> that is true. And then when you reimburse us, yeah, the coffee budget is solid. So I keep yeah. track of jars because that's how it started. I got a jar. So I keep track of jars in my phone and then so many jars equals so many pounds. And then that's when I know I owe money. <laughs> Hence why I don't give you jars anymore because all my Mason jars are gone and those things are like gold. And, and for the record, 
my jar that's almost empty could be refilled four to six more times with the bags that are still in the cabinet. Hey, if you have coffee beans but don't have a house, be sure to check out Luke.homesearchlouisville.com. Luke Andrews, realtor for Central Kentucky, Jefferson County, Bullock County, Hardin County, and so many others in the region. Luke Andrews. There you go. Nice. That's nice to play. Thank you. Very nice. Uh, hey, we're featuring Tim McGraw tonight, but not Tim McGraw the singer. Tim McGraw the song from so, Taylor Swift. So we're doing a song by Tim McGraw. No, we're doing a song called Tim McGraw. About Tim McGraw. No. It's by Taylor Swift. It's called Tim McGraw, but it's not about Tim McGraw. And this is the best you think you could come up with to convince me to like country music. Oh, no, we're not trying to do <laughs> Well, here's the thing. No, 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 listen. This one, we had to go back a little bit with Taylor Swift because, you know, she's gone into more of the pop stuff. And so yes. we're going back to some of her country roots. But I think what we're doing here is we're, we're planting a little seed with Taylor Swift mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. you know, she, there's enough pop that Kenny may be interested in. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. he goes back in to, to her repertoire and just starts to slowly like country music. We're reeling him in right yep. now. Yeah. Are, do you like Taylor Swift's pop stuff? No. All right. This is uh <laughs> we're gonna call it a night, boys and girls. We'll see you next yeah. time. Just Be w- sure to visit Luke.luke.luke. <laughs> I is- am waiting for the Taylor Swift Iggy Azalea collabo. Because they don't have one, no. Okay. There is a line in this that says just a boy in a Chevy truck that has a tendency of getting stuck on back roads at night. So mudding. Okay. And I know that whoa, whoa, whoa. you're already going to the no, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm I'm this just is, I'm just saying we're so bold nine minutes in. Just saying Come on, Eric. Mudding. Now, that's officially already into the lyrics. Ken, yeah, you're, no, no Ken, you're already... No, Kenny likes the mud in his Maserati. <laughs> so that's, Kenny does not have a Maserati. Whatever it is. So, as an think, al- Like an Alfa Romero is n- n- not... I mean, really? A listen, Maserati Alfa? That's listen, about the same. Ken, no. Kenny's door handles are brighter than the headlights on my Taurus. <laughs> I had never seen the door handles light up, and I pulled in late tonight, uh-huh. and... The, the door handles were still lit up. And, and you put like, on your sunglasses because yeah, it was so bright. I was like, oh my God. Well, I, I just, like, are we filming a Drake's podcast or playing football? I thought no, that would make filming. it a little bit safer for you to walk in. Yeah, no, yeah. I do appreciate just it. Lighten your way. <laughs> we, I, have I a, love this. Keep going. Keep I've going. Got a, I've, got, I've got a review. Talk about, about Kenny's car, Morgan. No, Kenny's car. Oh, sorry. Okay, we'll go back. Kenny's rich. He's got too much money. Go, keep going. Go, go. Feed off of it. No, I mean, you said it. I didn't. No. No, I, I guarantee if you go to KennyIsRich.com, nothing. Let's look at but Kenny's But if you go network. to GregIsOld.com. That is an actual yeah. URL you can yeah. visit. Uh, you go to, uh, what is, is it worth? Kenny Rambo, uh, what is ne- what's his net worth? Uh, it doesn't come up, but yeah. I, my net That's worth comes up. That's a negative sign. It says, Eric owns a pencil. <laughs> and he brought it. Hey, uh, <laughs> that made me think of something real quick. So we, we do a little thing on, on Facebook and, and Instagram at the Eric and Joe show. Um, we never do a, heard of a thing it. called the basement show. Oh, and for I've heard the of that. first time, Greg, you've been a guest, mm-hmm. uh, Eric, you've been, uh, twice a guest on the basement show. I don't recall. It's a talk show that I do for my basement that, uh, that we, we did in, during pandemic and it's kind of extended. And for the first time, Kenny Rambo was a guest on the basement show. And as you're listening to it, it, Right now, it will be out, and you can watch that. Look at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was Fun not stuff. in Joe's basement nor my basement. No. Yep. But I was in my basement. Why? I, I thought you said you you refused to do the show, Kenny. I didn't refuse. I just wasn't honored. Oh. Right. And it isn't. <laughs> but you it weren't, is in you weren't humbled enough to <laughs> not go do the show. No, I, I, need, I, I need a better publicist. Okay. 
Yeah, and and I own a PR firm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm also his PR. I'm also his publicist. I've done a bad job. Hey, I do have a review. I wanted to say this. We've got a review from from someone that has started listening to our podcast, and uh, I think you said they were binging it. Yeah, they they were, and I'll, I'll read. I'll, let me let me read this. Okay. Uh, he said it's been a great time. Laughed a bunch. Found out so many country songs exist in the same song universe quotes there and love the ancient history tidbits with Greg's childhood, but still side with Kenny as not a fan. All right. The biggest compliment. And I, this is, I think this is pretty good. The biggest compliment would have to be that I skipped today's office ladies podcast, which is a podcast about the office from uh, Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey, two ladies that were on the office to continue to binge lyrics and laughs. Wow. That is high praise. Yeah. Too bad you have to listen to our podcast to hear the review to listen to our podcast. Yes, that's true. (laughs) Maybe we should have Andrew do a commercial. Ah, you just said his name. I said said his name name already. I mean, golly, Greg, stay with us, please. Do you know know how many Andrews are out there that are not my brother? By (laughs) the way, like he literally said Andrew, and you forgot it in thirteen seconds. I wasn't listening. We thought you only didn't listen to Eric. Yeah. Well, I was looking up Kenny's net worth. <laughs> why and why can't we say Andrew's name? I don't know. Respect to Andrew. Oh, yeah, his name's Andrew Thank Johnson. You. It's our former president. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Andrew. It's his actual name, <laughs> Andrew Johnson. <laughs> yep. If you're ever in town and see a six foot nine redheaded man coming towards you, that is Andrew Johnson. And if he's got <laughs> headphones in, chances are he's listened to our podcast. That's true. <laughs> if he's got a camera in his hand, odds are he's filming something. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, um, so Donald Trump, as you know, is not, did not attend the inauguration. What? Uh, yes, that is true. That's and, never happened before. Yeah, no, it was, it, it was a tough ticket. It actually has happened before. The other person, the last one, mm-hmm. Andrew Johnson. Yeah. Andrew Johnson. <laughs> other than that, it's never happened but before. But our Andrew Johnson that we're talking about never attended an inauguration. And that goes on that man's record. That's right. Forever. Yep. Hmm. Let that be yep. known. Hmm. I think when you we we had had this conversation in the office, like, hey, has this ever happened before? And you did the homework, mm-hmm. and we got a text over the weekend. It's been uh, what, maybe four occasions. Uh, yes, yeah, so, four times the predecessor did not attend the inauguration. Does father, that include father assassinated presidents? No, well, excluding I mean, that. Yeah, excluding <laughs> oh those. my god! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't really. Put that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it always comes You've back to murder with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but. <laughs> I was just Shame wondering, on you Abraham. Were there? You said four, right? I, I couldn't were, be there. Were there four or three other presidents that stunk, or did that include dead people? <laughs> I mean, who also stunk? And uh, <laughs> it, it was. It's, it's, I don't. I'm not connected to that at all. It's Andrew Johnson, and then the father son duo of John Adams and John Quincy Adams. All right. So there you go. Now, was the, were those other circumstances related to you know just a disdain for their successor, or like I mean, way back in the day, the Adams is like you know. So yeah, John John was not a big fan of, of old TJ Thomas okay. Jefferson back yeah. in the day. They ended up becoming friends, as I believe we talked about recently. Um, and then John Quincy, I think, had some some. Uh, he was pretty upset as well. And then with Andrew Johnson, uh, Ulysses S. Grant refused to even be in the same carriage, if I'm not mistaken, as him. And so he refused to go to the inauguration. Okay. Hmm. As always, our listeners come for geography and presidential history. And which one is on the two dollar bill? That would be. 
Of course. Uh huh. Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman. <laughs> Didn't did, see that coming. Did she go to her successor's inauguration? She did not. Okay. All right. John Quincy Adams, mm-hmm. serial killer? No. He has three, names? three names. It's confusing. I get that. President. Oh, yeah. president. Yep. Okay. Yep. Welcome to Lyrics and Laugh. We break that's down what country we know. music, not presidents, but uh, <laughs> nonetheless, we are featuring a song tonight that has nothing to do with presidents, nor uh, the person that it's about. No, or the person it's about. Tim McGraw debut single and first published song recorded by Taylor Swift. Originally, it was written by Taylor Swift and her friend Liz Rose. I'm going to show my ignorance. Mm-hmm. Is that her real name? Taylor Swift? Yeah, that feels like a stage name. Mm, I'm not I, sure. I never I really thought about it. But... As far as I know, Taylor Swift's name is Taylor Swift. Swifties, okay. call in and let us know. Yep. So. Released on June 19th, 2006 as the lead single from her self-titled debut album. This is my so parents' wedding first. anniversary. Is it really? It was. Hmm. Yeah. Or do, is. Do you all, yeah. On that particular year, it was. And do you all remember when she played that song? For the first time in front of Tim McGraw <gasps> at the CMAs or whatever yes. it was. Do you all remember that moment? I do remember that. No. <laughs> <laughs> were you living under a rock, Kenny? <laughs> Taylor Allison Swift. See, there okay. we go. Tass. Tass. She dropped the Allison because she's not a serial killer. <laughs> if you have a middle name, you're probably a serial killer. Nah, not if you don't use it. Yeah, I don't use mine. Yeah. Although people, my family, I'm Joseph Robert, and so a lot of times my family would call me Joe Bob. Joe Bob Bennett. Yeah. That's a serial killer. Joe Bob Bennett's not a serial killer. No, I'm that's scared to dude. be in the same room with you now. No, that's a dude that's like sitting on his front porch drinking out of a mason jar from Greg. Uh, that's that's a, that dude. Why would you drink your coffee? I just drink... I. You do drink coffee. No, Eric. but my, it, I was confused. You said he got it from Greg, I assume. And I'm a old. mason jar That's of cute. coffee beans. No. You've got bad knees, a bad back, and you can't remember crap either. So, And I'm old. So it's Joseph Robert, Greg mm-hmm. Allen. Eric James. Eric James. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, And we know you are Benji. <clears throat> Kenneth Benjamin. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Old Benji. Don't yep. call him Benji. I, mean, now I do call you Joe Bob periodically. I try to remember to do that more often. Yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of my Bennett side of the family calls me that. I am. A lot of people are named after like you know significant figures or maybe like someone in their family. Um, me, I was named after a, a football player in a movie called North Dallas Forty. If you've ever seen it, it stars Nick Nolte, and that's where my name comes from. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, speaking of presidents, my middle name is Benjamin, and my dad's middle name is Franklin. Wow. Oh. Not a president. Exactly. <laughs> well, so his, his name, I, I get why you call him Joe Bob. Because Hold on. I, I want to make it clear. I know Benjamin Franklin was not a president. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> he wasn't? <laughs> Again, I'll, exactly. I'll, I'll delete that part out. <laughs> so, so I get why you call him Joe Bob from time to time. I'm all hey, about Joe the Bob. Tubman's baby. Because sorry, go ahead. Joseph Robert. Mm-hmm. But... Eric James, why do you say "Hey a hole"? <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious. I don't. I, I don't have an "a" or a hole. Everybody listening to this podcast gets it. Huh. Listen I to the podcast, I and I think you'll it. probably understand. <laughs> hmm. We're ready to get into the lyrics, mm-hmm. and I use sign language a lot too. So, <laughs> we're only at, but I, I don't what, think that that's not what that means. Just so you know, totally different sign language. Mm-hmm. All right, Tim McGraw song. Written by Taylor Swift and Liz Rose. Look, I learned single. sign language too. <laughs> First published in June of 2006. Did not go to number one on the charts. What? 
Huh? It was not the number one song. You shut your mouth, Greg. We do not have a great track record of songs that Eric, did not go to number one. Tell him again. Shut he's, your mouth. He's not listening. You're still talking. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Honestly. Shut no, your dirty mouth. Not that even song, top five. That song went platinum. <laughs> not even, It did go platinum. That song was but number one. But it did one not go to number one. For 33 weeks. <laughs> did not. In a row. I have proof. <laughs> the single was certified platinum. But he's still not listening, Eric. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not listening to the thing. I'm not, I've, I've stopped listening to Eric a lot. You got to make vibrations <laughs> so he'll look at you. <laughs> All right, he's looking. Turn up your bell tone. Turn it up. This podcast sponsored by Bell Tone. Yeah. Here, let me turn this up. <laughs> I, I, we are 20 minutes in. By the way, we are brought to you by Luke Andrews. Luke.homesearchlouisville.com. Visit them. Don't go to gregisold.com. It will take you to some nasty black dark web thing and you'll get a virus on your computer. (laughs) No, that's terrible. No, it just, it features a picture of you in the studio. Dark web. You'll end up porn. FBI will be at your house. All kinds of issues you'll have. What do you put on gregisold.com, Greg? I don't own it. Oh, disgusting. All right, Kenny, please. No, we got no. I got we. Yeah. We're, tw- we're only twenty minutes in. What What was your middle name again? Huh? Greg Allen. He's Gam. It's Gregory. Greg Allen. Gregory, right. Allen. Gregory Allen. Gregory Allen. Gam. 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 Baby. Gam. Or Jam. Hmm. If you like, if you're like Jeff or Giff. Yeah. I didn't know you used to skate. I did not. What? I mean, only skaters can pull that hat off. Take a picture That's of that That's a hat. runner's hat. Put it on the gram. That is a runner's hat. Take, take <laughs> or on a, the dram. <laughs> take a picture of the entire hat. It's a Boco brand hat, which is a running brand. You Obviously, buy one hat, you think you're Tony Hawk. <laughs> who's not a runner. Based on your knees, you're not either, so. I'm trying to take a picture. We all, we all get yeah. quiet while he takes a picture of a hat. Um, I can remember where I was when I first heard this song. This is one of those ones, kind of like uh, It's a Great Day to Be Alive. Uh, we did with Travis Tread. I remembered where I was. Um, I was living in Missouri at the time. My wife and I lived there for about three and a half years. Loved those people there. <clears throat> and um, I was. we were moving back to Kentucky. I was a youth minister. And two of my youth came over to, to help us move. And they played this song. And in a weird way, they, you know, the lyrics of, as we get into the lyrics, she says, uh, uh, Tim McGraw, uh, when you listen to him, I hope you think of me. Mm-hmm. When I hear this song, it immediately takes me back to that moment in time. That's um, powerful. Yeah. Kind of weird, right? <clears throat> Are there songs, certain songs you hear that immediately take you back to a moment in time? This is a hard, I know I'm throwing this question on you, but I feel like, like this one, this one for me, I can I remember where I was, I was where I was sitting and I think of, yeah, those two students hmm. automatically every time. No, not really. Are you kidding me? I remember I'm old. I don't remember anything. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> I mean, I am a little surprised, like given your, your background in radio and like. The, Do you realize how many songs that is? <clears throat> right. But I mean, you know, the first time that you listen th- to things like I would just have thought that. There was a significance to that because you, I, I mean you're kind of tuned in to figure out if this is what the people are going to love. There was a Red Aiken song when he did the Eddie Eddie Rabbit song, "Driving My Life Away." Mm. I remember sitting in the program director's office and thinking how dumb that song was. Well, there it you was go. From the Black Dog movie soundtrack. Well, you you. But I played the song because it gave us a, a a lawn chair. They gave you a lawn chair. 
Yeah, they would send promo stuff. Sure. And, and the promo thing was a lawn chair with the logo on it. Still got that lawn chair? No, I, I didn't. I didn't. Didn't get that into divorce from that radio station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a shame. You need better negotiation skills, obviously. I did get the logo. Which used to hang in here. Six months severance, Greg. Nope, just want the lawn chair. <laughs> just want the lawn chair. <laughs> About the same value. <laughs> no, but there were a ton of songs. I mean, sure. you think about every week there were music calls every week. So I, I, I don't. Yeah, like I, not exact moments, but like periods. You know, there you there, there's okay. certain songs that, like, the moment that I hear it, I immediately like associate it with the time that I lived in Atlanta because it was, you know, what was kind of in then and. And I, I don't recall the first time I heard it, and this will be irrelevant to our audience, but there was an Outcast single called Elevators. It was on their second album. And like I can remember like running to the record store that was next door to to the like sporting goods place that I worked at, you know, first year of college to grab that single because like that was just I was all in on that genre then. That's, yeah. that's why you can't get me on the country boat. We're trying though. So, I did just think of one as you were talking. Okay. Um, there was a little song called I Wish Grandpa's Never Died by Riley Green. <laughs> Every time I hear that song, it takes me right back to yeah. one year ago in the office. Yeah. When we listened to that song all day long and then started this podcast. That is right. To this is the release of this podcast today is our one year anniversary, guys. We should start oh, it over man. then. We yeah. should celebrate that more. I even marked that on my Think calendar. Think about how many people have tuned so out by now that. and won't even hear that. That's true. Which is <laughs> thank you for your download, though. We appreciate the download. Actually, guys, I'm lying. Last week was our podcast anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> it Takes was last week. <laughs> we missed it. Three weeks we ago, and I did have it on my calendar. It was yeah. January fifteenth. So this continues to be one of the worst relationships I've ever yeah. been in, <laughs> and worst worst planned podcast probably in, yeah. in the whole podcast realm and honestly Again, you guys had careful plans for things that have lasted way less time than this <laughs> you guys didn't give me anything for our anniversary and i'm really really upset about what that. is the traditional gift for one year podcast anniversary uh money <laughs> steal i think money please <laughs> good luck for that <laughs> well hey happy one year in a week to all of you yeah thank you yeah you too guys i do not accept <laughs> This was a big mistake. <laughs> you know, I do remember a song, and I have to. Tracy Bird, Keeper of the Stars. Anytime I hear that song, Rupp Arena, Lexington, Kentucky, my birthday, pop the question Aww. during that song. What'd she say? I think she said yes. I'm not 100% positive. <laughs> was she under the influence? I, I of love. It would have to be, yeah, probably. Of love. Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer, blink twice if you're being held at your own will. Whatever it's called. You know what? Next, <laughs> will. Yeah. Next week, this podcast needs to go on the road to Eric's, Eric's house. Oh, uh, I've got so many questions for your wife. We could, except the odor of the watermelon. No, it's all fresh now. It's all in the vent. I drove by there yesterday. Uh, okay, Greg Allen. I did. I did drop by your house your murderer. A friend of ours, a, a co-worker, Nick, his mm. son wanted to see my truck. So they brought him over, took him for a ride in my truck. We drove down to your hood. Okay. And went back to see where the rich people lived. And I said, oh, Eric lives back here. Let's go by Eric's house. We drove by your house. Did not stop. You know why? I didn't want to see you. The smell. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. It was embedded in my nostrils. Well, that has nothing to do with a watermelon either. <laughs> 
So, I mean, I can't imagine coming to this podcast like just you jump in at this episode. You're yeah. just so, like a psychopath. Yeah, yeah. like a, like a psychopath. like our sponsor, like did? our sponsor, yeah. Luke Andrews, <laughs> who literally jumped into the podcast on the podcast that I said, "What kind of lunatic jumps in the podcast?" In the middle of the series. They're numbered for a reason. Yeah. That's like me starting episode four of season two of Game of Thrones. <laughs> You'd be lost. And I haven't seen Game of Thrones. But hey. the weird thing about that episode is that they mention, if you're interested in a realtor, you can go to luke.homesearchlouisville.com. Find your castle with Luke Andrews. Very nice. That, that, that was pretty well played. Like I'm nailing so this. during the podcast, I did get a text that said, hey, I want to sponsor the show. What? Hmm? Then I realized it's not this show. It's different a totally show. different oh, man. show. Man, <laughs> there are other shows. Egg is on my face. Oh yeah. What? Well, who was it, and what do they want to sponsor, and how I, much money they got? Yeah. Tell them lyrics and laughs. It's uh, the only thing. Just tell accepting them. Accepting sponsorships yeah. currently. Everyone else has full sponsorships. <laughs> they are maxed through out. Twenty twenty six. They want to sponsor the kid, don't they? They do. Yeah. Oh man. They want to sponsor the kid. The kid. Oh, you can man. you can plug that. He's mm-hmm. funny. My son wants to be on the show. He's a kid. So. We, we should have your son on the show. That's Eric? actually his birthday. He told me today. He said, <laughs> he goes, my birthday is on a Wednesday, which is when we record the podcast. And he says, what I want for my birthday is to be on the show. And I've told him consistently he can't be on the show. Well, Eric can take the day off. So I mean, Gladly. Will has to be. We know he it. can read better than Eric. Yeah, and yeah, I'm going to go ahead and gu- I'm going to guarantee you Will's going to, he's going to roast some people. <laughs> so Will um, is a jerk. <laughs> Takes and after and coming, coming from you, I mean, you are the subject expert. This is this is Will Mind's relationship. It doesn't matter. We could be uh, at a funeral, and he's going to walk up to me and make fun of me. And as soon as we get outside, I'm going to throw him down in the landscaping. Doesn't matter where we're at. That is the extent of our relationship. Every time, will, Eric will come pick me up sometimes, and uh, as soon as I leave, Will will go. Well, tell Eric I said he's a moron. <laughs> And I'll say, Will, come here. I've got to tell you something. And here he comes scurrying out of the house. And I'll pick him up and throw him down in the mulch. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> hey, speaking of relationships, uh, Tim McGraw is a debut single, first published by Taylor Swift. Yeah, it's we're 30 minutes in, Eric. Yeah, look at the number on the screen. We see it. In my defense, I wanted to start the lyrics and did get three of them down. Yeah. Uh, like in eight minute minutes. Six. All right, so, true so, story. Kenny. Kenny, go ahead, please. We're 30 minutes, over 30 minutes into this podcast now. But Greg, you've only read half of one of your printed pages of notes. I'm ready for the lyrics. You're ready for the lyrics? I'm ready. Do you think the people are ready for the lyrics? I've I've just got a MySpace message from one of my top eight friends, and he said, ready for the lyrics. Thirsty for the lyrics is what he said. (laughs) And now, a reading. (laughs) Already screwed it up. I'm just imagining how because last week you came in so weird with the first lyric. <laughs> he said that we all blue eyes shine, but those doors just a shame that night. I said that's a lie. Just a boy in a Chevy truck that had Tennessee getting stuck on a back road at nine. And I was right there beside him all summer long. And then that time we woke up to find that summer had gone. I mean, you read those so fast. We've got another song about a truck, Kenny. Okay. Yeah, I missed a little bit of that, given given how fast he came in. I so. think Sh- Chevy... So I've thought a lot about this with like country songs. Well, just songs in general, because there's not a lot of country songs that feature the word Kentucky. And Kentucky is not a... 
it's a hard word to to rhyme with and and lyrically it just it, it's kind of it's a lot of syllables it's not it's not a pretty word necessarily there's a lot of songs about tennessee right right that's a that flows a little better okay and georgia yeah georgia that's a good one too chevy i think flows a little better than ford yes ford hmm. has that hard the, the the hard sound right fd kentucky right <laughs> That's those sounds don't lend themselves to songs very well. And so I think Ford has done a bad job marketing with this. Well, and odd, odd that you say that because today, Wednesday was inauguration day in the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, a new president was president was sworn in. And I brought this up to Kenny earlier yeah, today. Uh, I was walking out in the hallway and the TV was on a lookup. And I've noticed that with, uh, you know, over the years, Secret Service, they always drive these big black SUVs. You know, the president's driven around this big black motorcade, and the vehicles are Cadillacs or Chevy Suburbans or Tahoes, something like that. But they're always Chevy. They're always black vehicles. They're always General Motors vehicles. And I said, you would think that Ford would at some point have brought that up. Well, now you're starting to see Ford SUVs in the lineup, which hmm. really threw me today because I'd never seen that up until today. And there were several large, still way more Chevys, but Ford SUVs in the lineup. It's and a new day. And speaking of Ford, my friend Andrew Johnson, not yeah. the president, but the, the the gentleman we mentioned earlier, he he texted me something, and I, I got I got to I got to pull this up because it's very important. He says, um. I'm listening to that ain't my truck episode and just passed a Ford Explorer sport track towing a pickup truck. Don't ever let someone tell you that you don't have a truck. So take that Greg Melby. What Andrew didn't mention that it was that it was towing a Ranger splash. <laughs> Actually two wheel drive yellow with a flare side bed. Actually his comment was it only would have been better if it was a Ford Ranger. <laughs> Credit to him. I got to get it. <laughs> So we've got a we've got a, a summer fling that's coming to its close here, right? They had spent the summer together, mm-hmm. but summer's over, and 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 so goes the relationship. You got to give him credit though, because he was smart enough to get stuck in mud all the time. Yeah, yeah, smart guy. On yeah. back roads at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy yeah. is, as Eric said when we were in pre planning, looking for ticks. Looking for ticks. It's <laughs> exactly right. We're in the same universe. Yep. Yep. He lists actually. I wonder if Ticks came out before this song. Uh, no. It did not? I don't think so. Oh, man. I'll look, look that, that up. up. You I keep talking. I don't, I don't think you keep talking. Mm-hmm. I'll look it up. So anytime a Chevy or a pickup truck is mentioned in a country song, more times than not, I was either riding shotgun in a Chevy truck or I was slinging a little mud or I was stuck in the mud or I was in the backwoods or something like that. Is there a country song where they just talk about the ride in a car, like an automobile that's not a truck, and not getting stuck in the mud? Is there ever a reference to that? Guitars and Cadillacs? Yeah. Maybe? Okay. Yeah. I have to look at the lyrics. I mean, some of the older stuff, you, you'll hear Cadillac. Cadillac Ranch. Um, I'm trying to think of others that would have mentioned cars. Yeah. You could set my truck on fire and roll it roll down, down the hill. hill. I still wouldn't trade it for a Coupe de Ville. What I hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brad Paisley's Ticks 2007 
uh, Tim McGraw, two thousand six. Yeah, th- mm. this is this is the younger so version is, of that guy. Takes is based yeah. off. This he, is this is high school yeah. sweethearts. They're spending the summer. Yep. His play then is getting stuck in the mud. A little older, hanging out at the Realize. bar. He's he, he's 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 playing with a little more class then. Yeah, but but if you if you look at the backstory of this song, I'm hoping that I, I didn't. I'm hoping it's not a a, a, a true story. <laughs> Why? Because all right, so this this song is written. Mm-hmm. For her high school boyfriend, okay, first boyfriend, okay, as he was getting ready to go off to college, okay, she wanted him every time. That's why it's not really about Tim McGraw. She wants you to think of me every time you hear Tim McGraw. So, Spoiler it was alert. a high school yeah, fling. I think we've gotten there. Yet. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you read like three lines of the lyrics <laughs> in six minutes in. So, what our question is: He was a senior in high school. Okay. Taylor Swift was a freshman in high school. Yes, mm-hmm. for real. Yeah, when the, the boy that she's referring to was a senior in high school when she was a freshman. Okay, so that would mean he could be eighteen. Yep, and she's definitely not. I graduated when I was seventeen. I just let the record show. Me too. Um, <laughs> not a chance. Where were Taylor Swift's parents? If you're okay, but if you're this if you're this dude, okay, you're definitely breaking up with your girlfriend, the fourteen year old. Yeah, you're definitely breaking up with your girlfriend. Yeah, when I and, go to college, yeah. I'm gonna break up with the fourteen year old. Yeah, you're definitely no. doing that. No, you're definitely doing that. Yeah, that that aside, <laughs> I mean, even if this is you know two seniors that are headed to different places for college, there's a good chance that breakups coming. At how how many how many how many friends or relatives do you have that married their high school sweetheart? I know of one that married their sixth grade sweetheart and they dated from sixth grade on. Yeah. I've my, my wife's twin sister, they've dated since middle school and they're still together. And then our friends, Amanda and Casey have been together since middle school. And we have another one I won't mention, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Doug and Casey. Oh yeah. Yeah. Them too. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of a few. Yeah. So that's kind of impressive. Like, I certainly didn't marry. I married my college sweetheart. But that's it. High schools. I feel like uh, that's a tough transition, especially if you don't go to college together. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. That, 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 that's that's almost a deal breaker, right? too far. Yeah. Yeah. Or if they refuse to go to the same college you're going to. <laughs> All right, so, so I had a, I had a uh, hide letters of acceptance. <laughs> I didn't get in. No. My, Sorry, my my girlfriend in high school. We were going to the same college, but we broke up before we were going to college. I wanted to be, I wanted to be single, and so we we went on preview weekend, and we were still friends. And she's a she's a wonderful person, and uh, we had met a guy that was in college. Uh, my brother introduced him, me to him, and uh, he he looked at me. <laughs> so my my I'm standing there, my brother, and then my ex girlfriend are standing there, and he goes, uh, "You single?" And it was kind of awkward, and I was like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Whew, good thing you do not want to come to college with a girlfriend." <laughs> <laughs> there, there are several ways that could have gone awkward. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, that is not who I married, but uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So in this song, uh, so I, the research that I have here that you said my pages of research. Yeah, at least three. 
that 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 actually somebody on the show does prep for. Kenny, no offense. I know you're not going to prep for the show. Uh, Joe normally does. I did a little bit. Just There's not a lot of things I like. I don't prep. Eric for. Does, doesn't even read the lyrics before he even gets here. <laughs> right. Yes. Is this but... supposed to be like bad? No. Yeah. I mean, we're not. We're not even. So hey, let's give Eric a little bit of credit. I think he had yeah. a pre-podcast prayer earlier. Yeah. I don't know what that was. So there, uh, Brandon Borello or Drew Dunlap. There's a question on who the song is actually about. Are both of them seniors in high school? So, Drew Dunlap. Right is, now, the one that was 18 versus the one that was 17. Yeah. Keep my name so, out of your, your mouth. mouth. <laughs> nope, definitely the other guy. It was that other dude. So, some some sources have said Brandon Borello, which you can't find anything on this guy. And then Drew Dunlap is actually lives in Nashville and is a project manager for some company. Huh. And he has owned it. That, you know. He, he and I would too. He says that's you? me. Yeah, and and there, there's been mentioned that it, that it is. Um, How do you know yeah. this other guy doesn't exist? Did you like look him up on MySpace or something? Uh, I, I I did a, a Google dive into him, and apparently other people have done that too. Did you he, look on Facebook? He done went off the grid. <laughs> he is he's pretty much underground. There is a Brandon Borello that is an Australian rugby player, but it's not that guy. Hmm. hmm. So this Drew Dunlap guy is the one that it. This is fascinating. About. Ex-boyfriends of Taylor Swift are going into witness protection. <laughs> Wouldn't you think about all the songs she's written about ex-boyfriends? Well, what you should do is you should look the guy up that you found on mm-hmm. Facebook. Um, go to his photos and find a picture of him in a bathing suit from six months ago and like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Flashback. You'll need to listen to last week's yeah. episode to get yeah, that one. It's going to make you, zero if sense. If you skip last week's episode, you, you <laughs> have no idea what it's about. How many? Okay, so wait a second. Could we get that guy as a guest on the podcast? That would be incredible. That's intriguing. I, I bet you would. Let's call the project manager and see if he'll be well, able to. I mean, come on. That radio stations have had to call this guy before. Yeah, yeah we could just call him, right? I'm, Greg, sure, I'm sure we could. Greg, finally make yourself useful. <laughs> How many? Okay, so. Did you look at how many other like famous boyfriends Taylor Swift has had? Well, well there there are quite a few of those boyfriends that sure. are listed. Apparently, she had a thing for Drews because the second one listed is Drew Hardwick, which back in high school Taylor had a crush on this guy, apparently named Drew, and Andrew Johnson. If you're listening, <laughs> be who, careful out there. Who who was smitten with his own girlfriend, so never showed any interest in Taylor Swift. Oh, I bet he's kicking himself now. Uh, Unless he married her. I could have Maybe a song written after me. <laughs> but he did. Even though? Even though. Oh, man. Teardrops on My Guitar was written about that guy. And that is also co-written with uh, the same co-writer of this song, yep. Liz Rose. And then you have Sam Armstrong was another one of Taylor's high school exes who cheated on her <sighs> and was Don't the inspiration behind Should Have Said No. Dirty, dirty, dirty man. And then you get to Stephen Lyles, who's one half of the country duo Love and Theft. Yes. They had a, a fling, but it wasn't a public fling. I mean, she liked him. And said a few things. He can, returned can the it, favor. Kenny is itching to say something. No, I'm just yeah. I like I am blown away by the thought of this. Right, like you have this what is typically this minuscule, insignificant, just high school sweethearts, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever the case may be. Right, like all those things that we all experience. 
but the luck of the draw, yours was with Taylor Swift, who's a megastar <laughs> and writing about it. Like, <laughs> but, I mean, all you want is, I mean, like, all you want is anonymity from those experiences, right? Like, yeah. as, as you become an adult, and these guys are getting put on tracks. Well, you think the first one, I mean, this is her debut release. Her debut single was Tim McGraw. So, and yeah, so their the names are on begins. some random podcast. Wouldn't that be weird? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, it, Taylor Swift has really done an incredible job of maintaining relevancy. Because, I mean, I'm thinking back. I first heard this song, what, I mean, 2006, right? Is that what I, something mm -hmm. around yeah. there? Yeah, June 19th. So, you know, it's 2020, 2021 now, and she just released two albums, had a, a special on Disney+. Plus. That's a pretty incredible yeah. career, truthfully. And it's... There's all this mystery surrounding boyfriends and is she like right now? It's like, is she married? Did she secretly get married? We don't know. She's with wait to the next now. album to find out. I guess so. So there's also links to, of course, Joe Jonas from the Jonas Brothers. Of course. Oh, of course. First high profile boyfriend. <laughs> and uh, I guess the, the story is he dumped her over the phone. So yeah. anyway. Uh, and there was <laughs> wait there. before you continue reading here. We should play a game. Which number is higher, the number of cars that Eric has owned, or the number of boyfriends that Taylor Swift has? Oh, cars, cars that, that, you that Eric yeah, has that's, owned. That's right. easy. I don't know. No, I mean that's not even close. He still has another page. No, well, it's, it's cars bigger you've type. So there were a few songs. <laughs> there were a few songs that anybody want to take a guess? Nope. Why? Nope. We'll just move on. All right, move on. Audience, oh, you know what to do. Lacoma. <laughs> She related. This would be a great time to visit gregisold.com. <laughs> <laughs> she related a few songs to Joe Jonas. And then Adam Young from the singer of Owl City. Yeah. Pop group. Uh, Maroon 5. That Adam there was Gold? a song there. She also wrote a song about a guy she didn't date. Okay. Kanye West. John Mayer. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What? There was that uh, that Kanye West. I deal. think there was a fling with John Mayer. Oh, that's right. And, uh huh. Uh, what was what was that song? The John Mayer. We'll song. We'll get to that one. Okay. Taylor Lautner. Mm -hmm. They were together. Uh, I guess during the filming during the movie he, Valentine's Day. Uh, Vampire Diaries. Nope. Twilight. Like, Twilight. So, so what do go. you think at this point? Mm -hmm. You get the opportunity. You're dating Taylor Swift. Is mm -hmm. it like third date conversation where you go so? What do you think the song about me will look like? <laughs> like, do you go ahead and just lean into that? Because clearly the pattern is there. Let's go ahead and talk about that. Maybe you get a little bit of insight and a little bit of influence. Right. So Why not? I, yeah. I, you know it's happening. Or every time, like this guy that said, I don't know, her her eyes put the Georgia stars to, or to shame. Now, you know, you drop a line, you're like... Well, when Taylor Lautner's Taylor a little that, different. No, that's the question. That's the question. Did the guy that told her... That her eyes put the Georgia stars to shame. Is he getting royalties off this song? Does he have a co-writing credit? Oh, wow. No. Yeah. Well, Good point. There you go. That's that's problematic. It is problematic. <laughs> so she dumped Taylor Lautner and then later oh, felt no, bad about it. Wait a second. It. She what? felt bad about it and she pinned. Have you ever dated an Eric? That'd be weird, right? Yeah. Ever dated a Joe? No, but I did, I did know a guy that... Uh, um, his last name was Kelly, and he married a Kelly. Mm -hmm. hmm. Made her Kelly Kelly. Yep. All right. Song Back to December was an apology song to uh, Taylor Lautner. It's a great song. John Mayer. Of course, I think one of the oddest couples. It is weird. John Mayer and, and her definitely were odd. Uh, Dear John 
and I Knew You Were Trouble were two of the songs that she wrote that's about John Mayer. Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, my goodness. They dated for a while. Prolific uh, dater. A serial dater? <laughs> we are never yeah. getting back together again was geared towards him. What's Taylor Swift's middle name again? Allison. Taylor Allison Swift. That seems like a serial dater mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> yeah, based on this list, she is. And Harry Styles was on that list. And I'm not sure. I don't see a song written by him yet, but you know it's probably coming if it's not on the current album. But I believe she's been with who I, I can't I don't know who she's with right now. I can't think of his name. Jeff Van Gundy. Yes, Jeff Van Gundy. <laughs> she's been with Jeff Van Gundy for quite some time. It's been pretty low profile. Um, but if you listen to NBA pod or NBA broadcasts, mm-hmm. Jeff will throw in a couple yep. of like yep. Taylor Swift references. Yep. That gives you a hint. It's kind of what Taylor does with songwriting, and Jeff does it with his broadcast. Well, and the reason, uh, the sole reason she has not uh, talked about their marriage is because all the Swifties out there would mm-hmm. be called Van Gundys, and that she would does just not be like a that. mouthful. Yeah. And a lot we're not doing that. It's a lot that. of sign changes. Yep. Yes. So. Here goes the fact checkers on the Also, show. there is a slight age difference between them. <laughs> yeah. I think he is 25 years her senior. And Jeff's brother, Stan, Van Gundy, did not love this relationship. Did not approve. Stan was mm-hmm. a huge Swifty. And had a real big crush on her. Yep, and Jeff some... swooped in. Bad blood. Got it. <laughs> exactly. There That's where bad, bad blood comes blood. from. You can take that to the bank. The yeah, bad blood was that written. check. About yeah. Jeff Van Take Gundy. Take it to the bank tomorrow before they Steve Van close down by the FDIC. The third brother? Yep. He drives the limo. <laughs> All right. More lyrics to go, please. Oh. We're 48 minutes. Kenny ago fell asleep. <laughs> and for the record, Kenny, I liked... Um, Big butts and he cannot lie. Oh, <laughs> hey. Um, I, I like the fact that you basically sang a country song just a second ago. So oh. appreciate that. I, All right. Real quick. Taylor Swift, net worth... I'm going to say this. It's lower than I thought it would have been. Lower than I thought it would have been. Greg, you go first. $40 million. $40 million. You are way off. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm going I'm going 80. $80 million. I'm going much higher. <laughs> 200 and higher. Three, oh, my gosh. 400 and $365 million. <laughs> Kenny hit it on the nose. Yeah. Wouldn't you have thought she's worth I love this podcast. How much was million? it? $365 million. $365 million is a lot of money. I get that. But you think like Beyonce and Jay-Z are, I mean, you just think of the enterprise that they have and the enterprise that she has. And you start thinking of people like part Garth of it, Brooks. But and, the, okay. And, but part of it is yeah, it, she lost the rights. She did not have the rights to those songs. So that that's true. The, that's the, 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 whatever the, the controversy yeah. with Scooter Braun right now. Which and so she, that's re- a lot of money, but she's he has re-recording. Since, he has since sold those rights, right? He has, but not to her. Right. She is now re-recording some of those old songs. In, in in an effort to try to regain some kind con- of so like control. the re-recordings, right? So the, she the had, hope is that the fan base will go with those. Exactly. Yeah. So she had the rights to that. Yeah, I would see it being way higher. I would love to know the truth to that. You know, you, there's going to be his story, there's going to be her story, and there's going to be the truth. I would like to know the truth behind that. Yeah. Well, and so Taylor Swift is uh, as of December. Has she written a song year, about him? About Kanye West? No, Scooter. I'm bet if I'm her, I don't even. I don't even think I would give that effort towards okay. that. 
She probably doesn't even mention his name. Yeah. That would be my guess. That could be the title of the song. I don't even mention your name. Just beep. We are writing songs every I, honestly, week. Honestly, that's really what this podcast has become. That's a great country song. I don't yeah. even mention your name. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We've got to get we've got to start writing songs, boys. Who, who's worth more? Kanye West or Taylor Swift? Kanye West. Last question. Tag on. That's Ooh. a tough question. I I mean, until you consider the loss of, of the rights, I would have thought Taylor Swift, but I, I'm gonna go. Kanye's Kanye. got are we considering Kardashian West? No, just you got you've got shoes, you've got all kinds of stuff with Kanye. I'm gonna say Kanye. I would have also said Kanye West. However, in 2019, Taylor Swift surpassed Kanye West for net worth, and she is currently $35 million richer wow. than Kanye West. Oh, what, yeah. Well, he made a lot more money in 2019 and 2020. Yeah. Hmm. That's fake news. I don't know. All right. Well, let's uh, get back to the lyrics. We're only 52 minutes into this bad boy. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, let's just us listening anyway. We can go as long as we want now. <laughs> That's a good point. All right. That's, that is. Let, hey, let's imagine no one's listening. We're just having fun. I mean, that's all we that's do. That's what we've been doing anyway. for over a year now. What? <laughs> it's been my approach I've for the last been thinking year. Like 100,000 I mean, people have been you, listening. You called me yes. and said, uh, Luke. Yep. From Luke.org is giving us money to come hang out and make fun of Greg. Yes. And I was like, okay. Wow. I was doing that for free. Right. And perfectly content doing that. Yeah. Lottery. We've won the lottery, boys. Basically. Yep. Even Greg. Because, I mean, he gets to be in our presence as we make fun of him. <laughs> Greg is over there drawing pictures right now. No, I'm marking out time. This the is the veins. third time I've tried to start the second set of lyrics. <laughs> I'm marking time, and every time wait. I write down a time, Eric goes into something else. I can't wait till we do a three-hour podcast. Somebody needs a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might have broke Greg. Or a Geritol. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Or some prune juice. That's a, that's a country song, by the way. Somebody and an needs electric blanket. Lotion. Where's the suntan lotion? <laughs> that's the only way we're going to get Eric to stop Now talking. to the chorus. Please to the chorus. But when you think Tim McGraw, I hope you think my favorite song, the one you dance to all night long, the moonlight, a spotlight on the lake. When you think happiness, I hope you think that little black dress. Imagery. Think of my head on your chest and my old... Faded blue jeans. When you think Tim McGraw, I hope you think of me. Kenny, how does that make you feel right there? That is super bizarre. Right? Hey, <laughs> when you think of me, I hope that... I mean, we're talking... This is, is a teenage young lady. Mm-hmm. Summer romance. Let's, 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 let's not beat around is, the bush. She's 14. Right, she's 14, but she is sending her, her, her boyfriend off to college and saying, when you think of me... I hope the first thing you think of is a big, burly man with a beard. (laughs) Tim McGraw's not really a big, burly man. Well, he's more burly than Taylor Swift. It's actually pretty genius because at that time, Tim McGraw was all over country. No, I get what she was doing. It's psychological warfare. She's trying to plant the seed. But but if you take a step back, oh, when you think of me, think of that dude. (laughs) That's weird. Well... And think about Tim McGraw. You hear this song, and he's even said this. He said, oh, I thought I was done. Once a song is written, like, you know what I mean? You've reached a certain point in right. your life. Right. He's oh, your crockpot. Yeah, you're done. You're Q-tip. Point. Now, he's gone on to 
continue to produce hits and, mm-hmm. and things. But that that is a crazy place to be at that point of your life where someone is writing a song about a song that you performed. But do you think, like, it? it's interesting. Like, it seems to me, like, with with hip-hop, there's a lot of calls to other pop culture and, and other artists and things of that nature. Yes. In country music, it seems to always be a callback to a song or something of that nature. Is that... I, I would argue against that a little bit, especially back in the day. You think of, like, David Allen Coe. He would reference like Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson, okay, the, the, the Hank Williams. There's a lot of references, especially in songs like Hank Williams. There is those kind of connections, but it's like it's not. It's different than than what you're saying with hip hop. Okay, yeah. So, so well, Tim thought this was the end. Well, he ended up getting probably more spins out of it because I don't know how many goofy radio guys over the year when you play a Taylor Swift song with Tim McGraw. What's the next song you're gonna play? A Tim yeah. McGraw song. Hey, here's some Taylor Swift playing Tim McGraw to Tim McGraw with, you know, whatever. Well, and Taylor and Tim actually did a song together. Um, I'm just, What was the name of that song? Do you remember it? Uh, Do not. When We Danced? No. <laughs> I gotta, I'm going to look it up. I'm working on it. Man, you I Feel Like a Woman? Nope. Yes. It, Georgia yes, Stars. Sorry, that George, is it. Georgia Stars. That's Georgia what it was. Stars. That is yes. it. That is it. Yeah. Well, for once... What episode is this? 40? Uh, too many. Anyway, for once, I didn't ruin the song. Greg ruined the song for me. Because all I can think about is just a boy in a Chevy truck that had a tendency to get stuck. Fast forward. Hope you think that little black dress, my head on your chest, and these old faded blue jeans when you think Tim McGraw. I hope you think of 14-year-old me, <laughs> you 18-year-old sleazeball that knew what you were doing. This ain't a boy in a Chevy truck. This is a man driving a Chevy truck. With a 14-year-old, I know she didn't leave the house in that little black dress. <laughs> Greg is patting himself on the back. Feel yep. good. Good night. Highway Don't Care. You remember that song? By the Tim Highway McGraw? Don't Care that she's 14? <laughs> That's the name of the Taylor. Most Tim judges McGraw. do. <laughs> Tim McGraw and Taylor Swift song. That is a re- I actually really enjoy that song. I, re- I think it's really good. That's the one, the highway. Yes, that's it. You nailed it. You nailed it. I can't believe Tim McGraw sang that well, and not you. Don't care. <laughs> But okay, all right, you're 14, but think about how real those emotions are for that 18 year old man. It, yeah, no, I but you're it. not okay. I get what you're saying, but you're not thinking. That's not the way you're thinking at that age. I mean, have you seen the size of his Adam's apple? <laughs> that is a man. That is a full blown man. His beard connects to his chest hair. Yeah, but you're not thinking about that. You're he just thinking wax like that. Boy, that beard into the chest hair is really, really getting me going. He's got his button up on. Uh-huh. Only three buttons buttoned. Sure. All that Are chest you talking hair about my dad right chain? now? I don't know. You're talking about my dad Maybe. right now. <laughs> All I can picture is him with Taylor Swift. <laughs> my dad? Yeah. I mean, he was only 18 at the time. Still not wow. right. Uh, hour in. <laughs> Should we go to? Uh, we need to go on to some more, please. This is the best. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> so I don't care if anyone says so it's Kenny. <laughs> so September saw a month of tears. A month of tears, dude. That's right. How many days? Thirty days in September. Is that right? There are June, well, July, August, September. Thirty days. Yeah. Again, we're we're already we're this podcast is gonna be long, so I'm pausing right here. When you were growing up, what were your summers like? Did you go to camp and have like, okay, so I'll give you my, my reference point for this. So like 
I would be in school, have all my school friends. In the summer, my summers were very different. I didn't see all my school friends as much. I'd be going to a camp or hanging out with church friends or whatever. And so my summers were very different than my school year. Mm. And so I'm, I'm wondering if that's the case for you or if it was just kind of like you just kept hanging out with people, the same people that you were always with. Yeah, I, I tended to be kind of still with the same group because I, I played high school football and our off-season conditioning, like we started pretty early in the summer. So there was just like a real small window. Now that usually ended up being some sort of a camp or, you know, another extracurricular activity that would take me away. But but the majority of summer was still, during high school, was still in town because of the football schedule. Okay. So, you know, I was with teammates and that was kind of the circle I was running with. I agree. I agree. Same thing. Now, as as a kid, more <coughs> early middle school, late elementary school, we would go on trips, and there was two places, two two different trips we would take. But I would see the same people on those trips. We would go to Florida, um, same place, and local people that I'd been friends with. So I was always sad because we'd be down there for a couple of weeks and then leave, and I knew I wasn't going to see. Then right. again, this was a very different time. This was like we're writing down home phone numbers and you know stuff like that. There was no internet. There was no Facebook. There was no can't get on and play Halo with my friends with my headset on and you know it was and it was sad. I knew I literally wasn't going to talk to these people for like fifty more weeks. Sure. And Greg, what about you? I hung out with the same people. I mean, we lived in the same neighborhood, so you can only ride your bikes. My parents worked. So Eric and I were friends in high school, but I mean, we didn't hang out in the summers. We went to different high schools as I well. I mean, everybody needs different. a break from Eric here. Sure. <laughs> so, but, but I think like, I, I'm imagining for Taylor Swift in this moment, it's like Greece, the story of Greece. Uh, he goes and he has this summer love, right? That's an intense experience. It, and it's different. When I worked a camp or whatever, Camp is just, it, it's a different world. You're, it's very intense. You're around those people all the time. So I'm imagining for her, that's what this experience is. And then it's over. And then now it's a, it's a September full of tears. Well, see, and I like just knowing some of Taylor Swift's background, her, I mean, her, I think her family was, was pretty well off regardless. Every, when I would hear this song, I thought, all right, they have some sort of summer cottage. Or, you know, they're going mm. to, um, what's the fancy place that all New York people go to? The Poconos? Uh, yes. And or the Hamptons. Hamptons. And the Hamptons. And the Hamptons. Hamptons. Yeah. Like, they had a place in the Hamptons or the hey, Poconos. Megan. And they would see, you know, I, I would see my friend, and they would find the only mud hole uh, that's, in the that's in the Hamptons. <laughs> and he'd get stuck in it every time. But um, I, 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 my head went there. Okay. Or at the lake. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, at the yeah. Ozarks. Right. Yeah, it's one of those kinds of things because yeah. those are intense relationships. Yeah. You you just bond like the, I'm. The, the, I worked at a camp, a summer camp, and I'm still friends with those people. I knew them for a summer. Yeah. I mean mm. that's it. But it's it's an intense relationship. It's different. Yep. Okay. Continue on with the lyrics. That was the first verse of the <laughs> first line of the second verse. Oh Se- my God. September saw a month of tears and thanking God that you weren't here. To see me like that. But if he had been there to see her like that, she wouldn't have been like that. Because right. I'm sure the tears were over him. Anyway. But in a box beneath my bed is a letter that you never read from three summers back. It's hard not to find it all a little bittersweet. And looking back on all of that, it's nice to believe. 
Mm. So this relationship went on for three summers? Or is... <laughs> She's saying even now there's this box that has a letter in it no, from three see, summers I, back when we had our fling. What is what's no, going on here? There was a one-year deal because he yeah. was a senior and she was a freshman. No way he was but dating have, her as an eighth but grader. But we, we know this? Yes. Oh. But it's based on that. But again, you're ta- we're taking some, some songwriters. Artistic liberties. Yeah, some artistic yeah. liberties. Because this feels Taylor more Swift, like... I don't know how many how much liberty is taken with Taylor Swift when she's writing about a significant... Because like, what I hear there is like, okay, we had this summer, but even three years prior to that, like I, I had a crush, mm. right? And I had written a letter that I never gave you. Yeah. But then we finally, you know, we had this summer together, but that's super weird if there's this senior freshman thing going on so I, I think there's some artistic liberty in it because i think part of what her part of what her persona is is crafting this like unique story there's always yeah mystery. i'm gonna give her more credit yeah, yeah i think she's smart yeah i really do i think she's because smart. It, it, it makes it relatable exactly you know yeah i think there's some there's always a mystery around her and so you want to know a little more because if you reveal everything all right good we can move on to the next artist but she's always revealing just a little bit here and there <laughs> Oh, Greg's dying, guys. Oh, man. Greg's dying. He had to mute his microphone and everything. <laughs> well, it was, does, if anyone out there knows how to push a button, please um, right send in your resumes in. The, the one button I like to push is this one right here. <laughs> You've never sounded better. Joe, can I borrow your microphone? <laughs> there you go. All right, so, but when you think Tim McGraw, I hope you think my favorite song, the one we danced to all night long, the moon, the spotlight on the lake. When you think happiness, I hope you think that little black dress, my head on your chest, old faded blue jeans. When you think Tim McGraw, I hope you think of me. Then we get to the next thing. And I'm back for the first time since then, and I'm standing on your street. And there's a letter left on your doorstep, and the first thing that you read. So here is why I thought this is someplace she goes in the summer. He lives there. Mm. She's always the one leaving. Okay. Is is where I was picking that up from. But it's the first thing that you read, and then it's the chorus, and that was the note what? that he had never read. Oh my gosh. Kenny just became a country wow. music fan, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Did, you didn't see that coming I, at all. Yeah, what a what a twist. At all. By the way, I want to give a shout out to the co writer of this song because she has written some really good songs. Liz Rose is her name. Um, she is she has written one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs, All Too Well. Do you know that one? Nope. It's so I'm good. Sure, I do. do not. You should listen to it. Is that the one that goes All Too Well? Yep, that's it. She also wrote a All Too Well Girl Crush by Little Big Town. Oh. Well, that was controversial. That was. Even though it wasn't controversial. Yeah. I've got a Girl I mean, is that Little one? Big Town in the room? They are. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Sing it, once you again. sing it with me here. I've got a girl. No. <laughs> <laughs> my publicist isn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any other lyrics? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It's that letter. Have you hit the button? Is the music playing? It is now. Uh, oh, and the first thing that you read is when you think Tim McGraw. I hope you, Tim McGraw's in quotations Quotes too. On Google. I hope you think my favorite song. Someday you'll turn your radio on. See, we've changed here. And I hope it takes you back to that place. When you think happiness, I hope you think that little black dress. Think of my head on your chest and my old faded blue jeans. When you think Tim McGraw, I hope you think of me. Oh, think of me. 
You know, you can just drop mm-hmm. the whole Tim McGraw thing. Greg, I wish you would shut your mouth. I wasn't <laughs> done with the lyrics yet. You ruined it for everyone. Yes. Take it from the top, Eric. <laughs> just right from the top. And I'm standing back for the first time since then. I'm standing on your street, and there's a letter left on your step. I hate my life. And the first thing that you read is when you think Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw is in quotations, guys. On the Google. <laughs> hope you think my favorite song, Someday You'll Turn the Radio On. I hope it takes you back to that place. See, the lyrics changed a little bit. Wait when for it. When you think happiness, I hope you think that little black dress. Think of my head on your chest. <laughs> And my old faded blue We're jeans. We're so close. When you think Tim McGraw, <laughs> I hope you think of me. Oh, think of me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I should have just kept talking. <laughs> That's how Taylor intended it. <laughs> For, okay, Taylor, ta- people give Taylor. Do you realize both of you encourage him? <laughs> <laughs> Is that not what we're here for? No. <laughs> well, he's not here because he likes country music. <laughs> Just looking for a purpose over here, Greg. And I'm, and I'm kind of broken. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking for a way out. <laughs> okay, Taylor gets lot, lots of crap. I, I, you know, she people people rag on Taylor. I think she's a genius. I I'll legit, legit. We had this conversation. Yeah. You mentioned her Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. She's she's not she's she's a a person who thinks probably way too much about situations and things, but that's what makes a good artist, right? Yeah, like you're every great artist is probably it's at the core a weirdo. Yeah, and that's just how it is. You're a weirdo, (laughs) and I'm not a great artist. Well, you're a great writer (laughs) and all the stuff you do. Look at us just complimenting. Oh, but anyway, yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. She legitimate. I like Taylor Swift. And Eric, I thought you nailed that. Hmm. Well, yeah. When Greg interrupted you, I was so mad. Yeah. And I wanted. Did to, you want to kick his teeth in? I too? wanted Greg to shut up so bad. Oh my gosh! I, I told him. I, you already, I told him. I said, Greg, you shut so up. So proud of you, you. Shut your mouth. Yeah. And I was like, Greg, you ruined the. Mm. That was the part I was waiting for. I'm buying you ice cream after oh, this. Thanks, buddy. You pick me up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you are gonna have ice cream at eight in the morning. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. That's what we do every morning. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not weird? We're writing a song about it. Greg. Thoughts? No, I got none. <laughs> Minute or an hour and nine minutes. Yeah. That's that's got to be a new record. No, I think we've gotten this song before. It is so hot. It is so hot. Because you studio. won't shut up and ask Kenny the question. And if you want a house mm. with air conditioning, uh, it, well, they make a thing. What do It's called dual zone climate. And you can find those kind of dream homes yes. at luke.homesearchlouisville.com. It doesn't even have to be a dream home. It could be just a normal house because <laughs> most houses have air conditioning in their basements. I have air conditioning in the basement. It's 60 some odd degrees in the other room. And it gets hot in here because you are talking, you fathead. Also, and, you have 37 monitors turned on. And right I have now. a bunch of monitors and a bunch of electronic equipment. And we have insulation in the walls to keep your loud mouth from projecting all across the whole house. Didn't we talk about doing a 24-hour podcast one time? It's we, not we tonight. It's not tonight? It's not tonight. We're going to do that on our road trip in the Taurus. I've, I've, I've already said too much. I've Dude, already said sh- too much. If, you're, if you want to sponsor said road trip, uh, go to gregisold.com. <laughs> oh, wait. That's, I'm telling that's, you, dark web, you don't want to go there. <laughs> Things will is, not work out well for you. This has been an It is a scam. 
Brought to you by Norton's Antivirus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't remember eating that. Yeah. <laughs> this has been an incredible podcast. I hope when all of you think of podcasts, you think of us. I'll continue to think of this podcast because I've still got to edit this podcast. <laughs> What's there to edit? Perfect. A yeah. lot. Nailed Even it. the chatter the first like we eight seconds it. in when we didn't know we were on. You should leave that in. Yeah, we, mm. we nailed it. Yeah. feel really good about we this We make one. your job easy, Greg. You do. I don't know why you're giving us An so much hour and crap. ten minutes in one take. It's just kind of rude. <laughs> if you ask me. My blue eyes are shining, and they're putting the Georgia on. Uh, on it. I ruined it again. I mean, just ask the stupid? question. Just ask the question. Kenny, I uh, heard you singing country music there. Um, I want you to remember this moment, because I, I think I know what's coming. So every time you think of what you're getting ready to say... I want you to think of my little black dress and my head on your chest and these old faded blue jeans. When you say yes to me, I hope you think of me. Was there a question? <laughs> I, 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 man, come on. Yeah. No, I, I do not he like, said, yeah. No, I, I do not like country music and I am relieved that I will never break up with Taylor Swift. <laughs> hmm. There's now only one thing left to say. Yeah, and it is that my blue eyes are putting the Georgia eyes to shame. Wrong again. I nailed it, though, that time. (laughs) All right. Fairdale, sleep tight. Good night. Thank you again for listening to Lyrics and Laughs, sponsored by Luke Andrews, Remax Premier Properties, luke.homesearchlouisville.com. Please subscribe to and rate our podcast on many popular podcasting platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartMedia, Anchor.fm, Amazon Music, Audible.com, and many other platforms. Also, be sure to share it with your friends, too, on social media. Plus, look for the Lyrics and Laughs podcast on Twitter and Instagram for sneak peeks into next week's episode. Just search Lyrics Laughs Pod. And if you need more of a Lyrics and Laughs fix, check out our classic country Lyrics and Laughs playlist on Spotify. It is updated weekly, currently features over five hours of country gold. Thank you again for listening to Lyrics and Laughs. We look forward to seeing you again next week for episode number 43.